When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brent here from American English with this guy. And in this English lesson, we are going to do a deep dive on the word fall. Now, this is the second deep dive we've done. The first one was on brush. Anytime you do a deep dive, it means you learn a lot about the subject. You spend a lot of time on the subject. So I have a feeling this is going to be a very long lesson, but if you stick around until the end of this lesson, you will know almost everything there is to know about the English word fall. It's such a difficult word. It has so many uses. I didn't know where to start, but I thought maybe we'll start as a verb, fall. So it usually means something is standing up, like, like I'm standing up right now. I'm standing right next to a lake that has ice in it. And um, man, I'm kind of old, but if I fell, that's the past tense, it's an irregular verb, I would go down to the ground like, like this and um, probably be laying on the ground. The ground's a little dirty, but that would be me falling falling. I'm going to stand up again. But that's how we use it as a verb. And like I said, it's an irregular verb. It's it's not a common verb. With most verbs in English, we just put an ed at the end if it's already happened, if it's past tense. Well, fall has to be difficult, just like a lot of English. It doesn't follow those rules. So I fell is past tense. I fall which we usually don't say, but maybe, hey, when the ice is slippery, I fall on it. So that's present tense. It means it, it happens often. But let's say last week, past tense, you fell on the ice. Look at the ice is forming here. Let's say last week you were in your driveway. It's getting so cold right now that the water on the ground is turning to ice. So you might tell a friend last week, I fell on the ice in my driveway. But we also have the past participle of fall. And we usually use that when it happens often or it has happened a few times. So maybe it was a really bad week for you last week. You could say to your friend, hey, Last week, I've fallen on my ice in the driveway like 10 times. That would be a really painful week. But that's how you would use it as a past participle. It's happened many times. There are very few leaves on the trees anymore. And the ones that are still there, they're pretty dead. But most of the leaves have fallen from the trees this, this past fall. Oh, wait a second. I just used fall as a noun. You, you might know this already, but instead of autumn, they talk about that season in England using the word autumn. And that's uh, right after summer, but right before winter. And here 
in the United States, we use fall for that season. Maybe it's because the leaves fall from the trees during that time of year. I'm not sure, but it can be used as a noun like that. It can also be used as an adjective to describe a bunch of things that you might do in the fall. For example, maybe in the summer you like to wear shorts. Maybe you like to wear t-shirts. But when it gets a little colder, you need to get out. Get. That's another hard word. We'll do a deep dive on get. But maybe you need to get out your fall clothes. That's a term we use in the United States. So it's just a term for warmer clothes when the weather starts getting colder. What about fall activities? Those are things you do in the fall. Maybe you go on a hayride. Maybe you go to a pumpkin patch. Maybe you bake an apple pie. Maybe you go out for Halloween. There's also fall sports at my school. Sports only played in the fall, not winter or spring. We also have winter and spring sports. But at my school, and a lot of schools in the United States, some fall sports are soccer. Yes, we use soccer here. Uh, football. We don't say American football. We just say football. Cross-country running. That's, it's running um, in woods like this. Track. That's when you run around a circle or a track. That's a spring sport. Cross-country running, that's a fall sport. Another fall sport at my school, it's pretty much only for girls, but it's field hockey. Yeah, in the United States, um, there aren't a lot of field hockey teams for boys. I know in other parts of the world there are, but in the United States, it's uh, mostly a sport for girls. We also have a lot of phrasal verbs we use with the word fall. The first one I wanna talk about is fall apart. This could probably be a whole lesson on its own, but one way we use fall apart is like, actually like literally, physically. Think about a chair that you sit in and it's made from wood and nails and glue. Well, maybe it's an old chair and when you sit down on that chair, it literally falls apart. It breaks up into little pieces. Maybe the nails are so old that they've rusted. Maybe the glue no longer holds and it just let the chair fall apart when you sat down on it. Um, I have an embarrassing story. Um, when I was younger, I was, uh, I was a little bit of a heavy kid. I was a little fat, some might say. And my family was camping with another family. And we had a campfire at night. And um, I sat down on the chair at the campfire in front of everybody and it fell apart on me. I, I, I fell to the ground. The chair went crashing all around me. And um, I think a lot of people laughed. So I felt pretty embarrassed. Another way we use fall apart is with emotion. So often if somebody falls apart, it means they start sobbing or crying a lot. Let's say there was a, a car accident. I just did a lesson on car accidents, by the way. There's a 
link in the description if you want to see that one. But maybe it was really tragic and maybe somebody got really hurt. Maybe a child. And when the mother hears about their child getting hurt in a car accident, they might fall apart. Another word or term you might hear is lose it. They just break down. Oh man, we should probably do a deep dive on break, right? Well, it's just when they fall apart, they might even sink to the ground. They might literally fall to the ground and start crying. They fall apart emotionally. Your plans might also fall apart. I love to use this example. Let's say you and a friend are going to a party on Friday night. You're ready to go and uh, something happens. Maybe the party gets canceled. Well, your plans could fall apart. They just don't come together. Oh gosh, come. That's a really hard word. We should probably do a deep dive on that word one day too. We also have the phrasal verb fall back. And that's usually when we're talking about an army. It's not all that common. Um, if an army is fighting another army and they're getting beat, they might have to fall back. Another word you'll hear is retreat. So they move away from the fighting and they, they fall back. Maybe if somebody is marching also, you know, the army, the military might do that too. A band might do that, playing instruments, but they could also fall back. So if they're marching and maybe a couple people get behind other people, that would be fall back. It's a little different from fall behind, which we will talk about later. Fall back. Hopefully that makes sense. But now I'm going to add a simple preposition to fall back and completely change the meaning. Fall back on. Fall back on. We use fall back on when you have one plan and it doesn't work out and you do something else. Let me use it as an example. I'm a teacher and I'm 46 years old. I'm pretty sure this teaching thing is going to work out. I will probably be, probably be, that's not easy to say, probably be a teacher until I retire. But let's say I was a young teacher. Maybe I'm 26, not 46. And I don't know if it's going to work out. I could always fall back on another profession. Let's pretend my dad owns a business. Maybe he has a lot of trucks and he needs drivers. If the teaching thing doesn't work out, I could always fall back on that. I could always go to work for my dad, fall back on that. Or maybe McDonald's. I love eating McDonald's. I probably shouldn't eat as much McDonald's as I do, but I know they're hiring. They're looking for workers. So if this teaching thing doesn't work out, I could always fall back on that. I could always work at McDonald's. I'm so glad I know English because this is really complicated, isn't it? We've talked about fall back. We've talked about fall back on. Now let's talk about fall behind. It's so close to fall back, but it's not. Um, Let's talk about people marching again in a line and they're walking. If someone is a little slower, we could say that they have fallen behind. They're not with the whole group. They're a little bit behind them. They've fallen behind. How about people are running a race, a marathon maybe. 
And in the United States, uh, we use miles. So a marathon is 26.2 miles. Let's say all of the leaders, those are the people in the lead, the leaders, they're all running side by side. But as some of the leaders get tired, they fall behind. They're not as fast as the other leaders anymore. They have fallen behind. You can't camp here and you can't smoke here. This is a tobacco-free area. So don't even think about smoking here. Fall behind. Did you get that? You know what fall behind means? Well, I have bad news. There's one more way we use fall behind and that is with work. So let's say you're taking an English class and maybe at the beginning you have an A, but then you get busy. You have other obligations, you have other things you need to do, and you don't do all of your work for that class. Maybe now you have a C. We use the grades A, B, C, D, and F in the United States. A C is average. It's, you're not failing. You don't have an F, but it's not as good as an A. You've fallen behind a little bit. Maybe at work, your boss is just giving you too much work, and you can't keep up. Oh no keep. That's a really hard word too. Maybe we need to do a deep dive on keep. But if you can't keep up, that means you can't maintain the amount of work you have been doing. You can't keep up. You, you fall behind. Most of the time when we use fall, it's a negative thing. But here's a positive one, and that is fall into place. That means when you have a lot of unknown things, but they all work out. Oh no, I think work is another word we should use for a deep dive. But let's say you're moving to a new city. You need a new job. You need a place to stay. When you first arrive to that city, you're a little nervous. You're not sure if things are going to work out. You're not sure if you're going to find a, a job or a place to live. But maybe after a week, you've found that job. You found a place to live. Things have just fallen into place. Things have worked out. Things have turned out for the best. Are you sure you want to learn English? It's, it's so hard. You could just turn off this lesson and just speak your own language for the rest of your life. But hey, you're, you're still watching, so that, that must mean you want to learn. So let's keep going. The next one that can be almost the same, but a little different, is fall over and fall down. I mean, they sound so similar. And basically, fall down is more of a direction like, like this. Like, my hand is, is falling down right now. And fall over is more like this. So, let's talk about a building. And if it falls down, it, it, it goes like this. And there's, a, there's a plane flying over during my lesson. Don't they know? We're trying to learn English here. Hopefully that's not too distracting. But fall down, maybe like the trees behind me, they're not gonna, they're not gonna go like that. They're probably gonna go like that. We might say tip over, fall down, it's the same thing. If you mix up fall down and fall over, it's, it's probably not a big deal. Most of them mean uh, just anytime you use it, it's just 
one thing is going from up to a, a down position, mostly. How about this one? You might know it already. It's fall in love. It means you're really attracted to a person. It means you might marry them one day. You might spend the rest of your life together. Uh, you could also fall madly in love, maybe a little bit more than just in love, or you could fall head over heels in love. Here's my head. It, again, if you've seen my other videos, don't laugh at my dad's shoes, but your heel is the back of your foot. That's your heel. So if you fall head over heels in love, it means you're really in love. Now back to the negative ways we use fall. They had a falling out. They had a falling out. It means at one time they were good friends or who knows, maybe they were in love, but then they had an argument and they're no longer friends or they're no longer in love. You can use this for couples who are in love or just friends, but if they had a fallen out, that means they're probably not speaking to each other and they're probably pretty mad at each other. Can things be fixed? Yeah, maybe, but at the time, they're, they're probably not friends. Something could also fall on deaf ears. If, if uh, ears are deaf, it means they don't hear. So if something falls on deaf ears, it's ignored. Let's say there's a real dangerous part of your city. Maybe there's a road and it's so curvy, you're afraid someone is going to get into an accident and get hurt. Maybe you tell the city officials, hey, we need to fix this road, but they don't do anything about it. They never fix it. It just falls on deaf ears and then somebody gets hurt. I'm going to use that example of a dangerous road uh, in the future of this lesson. So just keep that in mind. I tried to tell them, but they didn't listen. It just fell on deaf ears. The next way that we use fall is a fall from grace. If somebody has a fall from grace, it means they were well-respected, maybe famous, maybe rich, and then they do something wrong and people stop liking them. All right, so an example of that might be one of my favorite actors. His name is Tom Hanks. He uh, played Woody in Toy Story, one of my favorite movies. Well, most of America loves this guy. He never does anything wrong and he's such a good actor, but maybe he cheats on his wife. Maybe he is unfaithful to his wife and his wife's name's Rita. She's also an actress, so a lot of people know her. And maybe the whole country starts hating this guy. They don't like him as much as they used to. Even though he's a great actor, they were like, you're a dog, you were dirty, you cheated on your wife. If people stop liking Tom Hanks because he cheated on his wife, he would have a fall from grace. He would never do that, would he? I just said Woody. As in like he played Woody in the movie. I didn't even mean that. I just said it really quickly. Would he? Woody. Hey, here's a pile of rocks for no reason. I'm not sure why they have them here. I'm sorry, that would he, Woody, that, that was a bad dad joke. Just please forget I ever said that.
there's a truck over there idling it's just letting the engine run they're not moving i hope that doesn't interfere with our lesson can you hear it hey if you want to see an english lesson at a truck stop uh, there's a link right up there the next way we use fall in english is let the chips fall where they may let the chips fall where they may chips um potato chips but in this way it actually means little pieces let let the pieces fall wherever they land okay let the pieces let the chips fall where they may let the chips fall where they may let's go back to that dangerous road you're worried about you've told the city officials they did nothing it fell on deaf ears you might just have to say well let the chips fall where they may i've done my job i've told the people they haven't done anything if someone gets hurt it's not on me it's not my fault anymore i did my job let the chips fall where they may there's nothing you can do it's out of your hands you've done your job let's say you have a job interview and you're really nervous but when you get out of the job interview you think you nailed it you think you did really well and then your friend asks you how did the job interview go? You could say, eh, it went really well. Do you think you'll get the job? I don't know. I did my part. I did as well as I could. Let the chips fall where they may. You know, there's nothing more you can do to get that job. You've done everything. Whatever happens will happen. I'm tired just teaching this lesson. You must be tired learning this lesson. This might be one you want to watch a few times, but we're not done yet. We can do it. Let's keep going. There's a swing over there that I want to do the next example on, right over there. I couldn't go over there earlier because someone was smoking. Those are apartments over there, but I think we can sit on that swing for the next one. But I have to be quiet because it's kind of early in the morning and I don't live here. I don't want to get in trouble and I don't want to wake anybody up. But. It looks like this is where people come to smoke. And there's a woman walking. I hope she doesn't want to sit here. Um, but the next one I want to do is the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And that means that uh, a person, she's looking at me. And that means that a, uh, a person is just like their parents. But we don't usually use this in a good way. It's usually a bad way. So as you know, I'm a teacher and often when a student is misbehaving or they're not acting the way they should, we might invite the parent into the school to talk with them, to talk about why their son or daughter is not acting right, misbehaving. And when they come in, they're usually pretty bad themselves. Or maybe we can't even, the lighting's not good here, huh? Or maybe we can't even get them to come into the school. Maybe they're in jail. So the child who misbehaves has a parent who might be a criminal or they're just a bad person. We could say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Like I said, we don't ever use this in a good way. It's always a bad thing. The child is like the parent in a bad way.
Yeah, it won't. I literally just slipped here. I didn't mean to do that, but I need to be careful. There is a lot of ice in the parking lot. I don't want to fall. I just slipped. I didn't fall all the way to the ground. I just slipped. My feet moved a little bit underneath me. The next one is fall asleep at the wheel. And this comes from driving. Here's my car. And the steering wheel, that's how you control the car, how you make it go left to right. Well, if somebody falls asleep at the wheel, that could be really dangerous. Um, literally, if they fell asleep at the wheel, that could cause a car accident. But when we use it figuratively, not literally falling asleep at the wheel, it means something was ignored. Let's go back to that dangerous road. You told the city officials about it. Nothing got done. They said they were going to fix it. They never did. Somebody got hurt. You could say, well, pff, they fell asleep at the wheel. They didn't get their job done, and that's why somebody got hurt. The next one I want to talk about is fell between the cracks. Fell between the cracks. This doesn't mean um, ignored. Not as bad as fall asleep at the wheel. It just means it, it, it was forgotten. Uh, let's take that dangerous road again. If it fell between the cracks and somebody got hurt, that just might mean that the city was so busy fixing other parts of roads, they just didn't get to that one first. Oh gosh, get. That's a hard one we need to do a deep dive on. But they weren't able to fix that road because they were so busy doing other things. It just kind of fell between the cracks. Not a bad thing. Not as bad as fell asleep at the wheel. That means they knew something was wrong and they ignored it. They didn't do anything. Uh, if it falls between the cracks, it just means it wasn't done yet. Let's say you went on that job interview again and you did a really good job and the boss or whoever does the hiring, they wanted to call you back for a second interview. Maybe you did so well, they wanted to get you back. But then like the boss got really busy, they didn't call you back and maybe they hired somebody else. And then you call that job. You're like, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. Um, is everything okay? Like, did I get the job? And the boss could say, oh my gosh, uh, it, it, you just fell between the cracks, I'm sorry. You did really well, but um, we hired somebody else. I mean, it doesn't feel very good if you fall between the cracks. Let's say you uh, went to the doctors because you weren't feeling well. And they said, hey, tomorrow we're going to call you and tell you what's wrong with you because we have to run some tests or something. Run, that's another tough word, right? We have to run some tests. And then they never call you the next day because they were too busy. And then you call back and you say, hey, why didn't you call me? Oh, sorry, you, you fell between the cracks. Uh, we, we were so busy, we didn't get to you. If you didn't get a call because they were asleep at the wheel or they fell asleep at the wheel, it just means they were doing a bad job. I hope that helps. They're both almost the same, but not quite. What if you fall for something, hook, line, and sinker? Fall for something, hook, line, and sinker. That's another term in English we have with fall. So it comes from fishing. Hook, line, sinker, it's all fishing terms. And um, if you fall for something, hook, line, and sinker, it means you believe it. Let's say there's a surprise party 
on Friday night because it's, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. And people are telling you, oh, we're not gonna have a party for you. And then you show up, oh my gosh, that's a hard phrasal verb, right? If you, and you arrive at a place and there's a party for you and you didn't know there was going to be a party. You would fall for it, hook, line, and sinker. It can also be a bad thing. If you fall for something, hook, line, and sinker, you could be tricked. So maybe all of your friends, this would be really mean, but all of your friends said, hey, we're all going out on Friday night. We're gonna have a party for you. And then you show up, you arrive at the place, and they tricked you. Nobody is there. Well, you fell for it, hook, line, and sinker, but it wasn't very nice. They played a mean trick on you. These are my notes. This has been a really long video. If you like videos like this, there are more terms with fall we could talk about. Let me know in the comments. There's fall guy, fall short, break your fall. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Fall squarely on your shoulders. The bottom fell out. I think there's a few more. Fall on their sword, fall out of favor, fall prey. So this is a really long lesson. You did a great job sticking with this. Stick, that's probably another word we could do. But if you want another lesson on those terms I just said, let me know in the comments. I will put together, put, that's another one we should do a deep dive on. I'll put together another lesson on fall. If you want even more English and you haven't seen the deep dive on brush, take a look. It's right up there. Thanks for watching. See you next time.